0: What's up, world? It's your boy. Sway? Yes. From MTV News. Guess what? FCC can't catch a break. Actually, they can. They can't catch a win. Therefore, I'm back. Or am I? For episode 128 of Knifey Lion Radio. Is Jonah father of children who are downstairs playing while I record the podcast they will never hear what a terrible intro also joining me today his son's also here it's a family affair for the first time ever Zack good day look what happens when I don't write it out I sound like an awesome person Today we have the utmost responsibility to remind you of last night's 0-0 or two nights ago 0-0 beatdown at the hands of DC United. That'll be in the FCC recap. <clears throat> this guy's still our coach, but for how long? Probably the rest of the year. It's yap watch. So much happened. There's got to be something that we felt deserved a little bit more recognition. <laughs> Kevin, oh Kevin, see if you can outdo the other Kevin. Toaster strudel with a brand new. Kevin's. Then finally, it's popery, folks. The moment has come. Snuck up me, snuck up on me pretty quick. You might have thought Saturday's game was the Ope out with all the Ope shirts and scarves I saw, but no. <laughs> People just getting ready. This Saturday, it is the official Ope Out 2021. If you ordered an Ope shirt, an Ope scarf, or you got an Ope shirt from last year, wear it Saturday, 8 o'clock, Orlando City, at the Teak, be part of something special. And if you do wear an Ope shirt, you take a picture, go ahead, why don't you tag yourself, uh, use the hashtag, hashtag yourself, Ope Out 20. 21. Let everyone know how special you are. If you didn't get an OPE shirt, I think I have a few extras I'm going to put up for sale Monday. Monday, Monday, which is today and today only. And I think, even with a slow postal service, that bad boy will ship out in time for Saturday's game. Ope out. Ope the cheek. Uh, so if you are going to be wearing an OPE shirt on Saturday, you are invited inside. The broadcast booth of the John Hark's Cave of Wonders. Zach! Yo, what's up? Glad to have you. (laughs) Right on the spot. How many Ope shirts did you see? Don't count them out loud, but wow. Did you think it was the Ope out? Were you like, what? No, (laughs) I didn't see any. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, I got a fresh Laurel tweet, What did she say? Here we go. Uh, This is all about... Laurel's going hard at Queen City War Pigs, and she refers to them as they, which is fantastic. Somehow they made me a cheerleader for Stum. according to QCWP. They probably don't even read my work, and I'm not going to work for free just so they can have context and understanding. I love it! I'm loving life. I'm loving everybody hating everyone. Podcast wars? So last week, reporter wars, that's the war of today gotta love it uh zach a beautiful absolutely beautiful sunday afternoon how are you feeling one day removed from soccer <laughs> i'm feeling all right i think uh these wars are keep gonna are gonna keep happening until a game is one total shit you know <laughs> it's the only war i can win yeah and that's the war of podcastery um what else beautiful day beautiful game um but let's get into this game i can't wait to talk about it it is the fcc recap but apparently zach above and beyond with a few fcc headlines Echoes everywhere and i did zero looks like finally i get an a minus for podcast hosting and zach crawls his way up to a c plus no matter what these are zach would you like to share with the world? Sure. Save him for a rainy day. (laughs) Yeah, we'll start with this one. Man of the match, Joe Jao. There's an article about him in the uh, DC Reader. Mm. Op (laughs) Town, Joe Jao, misfiring. Joe Jao dreams about a goal that's a mix of Destiny's Child, (laughs) just a little (laughs) touch of Madonna's wild style with Janet Jackson's (laughs) smile. like why does this sound familiar (laughs) oak town me write that down i could turn in some o-town graphics into oak town that'd be great (laughs) oak town thanks for that zach remember o-town performing at i believe miss america or miss usa their ear monitors weren't working it is a hoot (laughs) (laughs) i like i vaguely remember that i want to pull it up i believe somebody said like you know even if your monitors go out. You should, still shouldn't sound that bad, right. like they couldn't hear themselves. But yeah, look up O Town, O Town Miss USA or Miss or uh, Miss America, just O Town pageant, and you'll hear five guys singing five separate keys. <laughs> were they? Was it Liquid Dream? Yeah, they were singing <laughs> Liquid Dreams. Already not exactly a singer's delight. <laughs> and uh liquid dreams what a disturbing name <laughs> throw in a body like jennifer and you got the star of my nocturnal omission uh wow zach you set the bar high for yourself let's see if you can fosbury flop over that bad boy yeah hashtag yeah. Olympics. uh this one it was from um Clean City Plane Dealer Color Me Red I Don't Adore Me Amora FCC tries to sex them up Two men <laughs> After second yellow <laughs> Which came first O-Town or Color Me Bad Color Me Bad came, came first uh, Let's see Mora was a player who got a red card oh, okay. I Adore Me Amora I Don't Adore Me Amora what was the Lanier song, that smile if you like sex? Oh, I mean, their main hit, Lanier's big hit was uh, TLC. TLC right. T- I was trying to make one about Brenner's runs. <laughs> <laughs> Making a linear run. <laughs> this is really stretching things. Uh, smile if you like sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on the album. Was that a single? I just remember TLC. Yeah. Coming from me. What a weird-looking band of guys. Be all right. I'm guessing most of the listeners don't know who Lanier is, so <laughs> go ahead and hit that Google up right after you do Liquid Dreams at the, the pageant. is uh, that it for headlines? That's 200 percent more than me if my math checks out. Yeah, that's it. Um what else? What else? The game itself. DC United comes into Cincinnati looking desperately. For any sort of a point as they're down there. Three best players. Two of them with Team USA. Is that what <laughs> That's what you call the soccer team. Team USA of the soccer team. Paul Ariola, Another guy. And their leading goal scorer is hurt. So, you know, like, home game. They're down. They're not the best team in the league. This is our chance. You gotta like our chances in our starting lineup, Zach. Starting lineup. looked like Stom was like, I'm putting all of our best players out. No matter where they play. And, uh... And I'm putting them out there. You had Nick Hagland, left back, Matarita back, Cruz back, Barrial, Acosta, all the usual guys. Zach, you see that starting lineup? You don't know how we're rolling them out there, but I had to ask. A stadium full of people had to ask. What were you, what thinking? you thinking? Um, I was thinking, oh, baby, is this a f- fucking four four two? Four three three? Yeah. But uh which was it? Was it four four two? You know, it's hard to say once they really get going. I'm sure every other podcast can tell you exactly what it was. Uh, well, Joe Jiao, from kickoff, Joe Jiao was up on the line. You know, like, oh, look at him starting up high. Well, that's actually where he played. Yeah, and also... Story of the game, Joe Jiao. Brenner played, like, as an out-and-out striker more than he ever has. Which was a master stroke. <laughs> yeah. hat, spoiler alert, hat trick Brenner. Loved it. Um, but yeah, so we didn't get much time to get into our groove of our new alignment, our lineup, because I believe it was two, two and a half minutes into the game. We'll call it typical FCC giveaway. <laughs> crossed, crossed ball, it led to a header goal. You know, it just, it's just the kind of goal that gets scored on us, and I was already in my feelings. Like, wow, this is really, it's really going to be like this. And then uh, luckily, a long, long VAR time to decide to go to the tv then he goes to the tv waved was it offsides or was it a foul called i think i would assume it was offside it was yeah off. it was offsides okay i did see the clip and it was offside i mean obviously they called it but you know it was it wasn't splitting hairs it was legit but of course we didn't get a single good replay of that a reprieve if you would zero zero sack new life you had to be feeling good about that you just had to yeah hell yeah i really did <laughs> felt great and then uh we settled into like the usual kind of game we couldn't get much action going it seemed like i liked it's for forward thinking joe jow he's riding that line but it seemed like we had a front line of players who were really like in a line and then as the old guys who weren't there but would normally say who sat behind us they would say where's the midfield so you had Cruz and Kubo in there, but not a lot, not a lot of connecting between the front and the back, Zach. Or am I speaking out of turn? No, you're not. You're okay. Not. And um, uh, not a lot going down the uh, Haglin side offensively, as well. It wasn't the best outlet, but interesting choice. Yeah. I mean, it was an experiment that I liked, but it, Joe Jow just doesn't seem too comfortable cutting in from that left side. He gives you that burst of speed when he first gets on the ball. And you're like, "Here we go!" Get you a little hyped, get you a little excited, and then uh, doesn't turn, doesn't lead to mu- lead to much. I believe it was he can't cross from over there. He never, no. he never crosses too well. He can't cross at all from the left. So he it, never tried. How many times did he actually pass it? No, he had a moment where we had a break late in the first half, I believe, and he was he could have, you know put his whole arm around uh, Acosta they were so close and you just kind of leave it for him leave it for him he didn't leave it for him he didn't play the ball to bar y'all kind of cut in took a wild shot which it wasn't a wild spot to take a shot from but it was a wild looking shot uh it's one that Acosta would cut in and curl and you'd be like oh baby but uh Joe Jow's curl went about 10 feet higher than that and you could see the seething frustration on the top golf crew uh, your Barrials, your Brenners, and Acosta, they're like, you're not friends with us. <laughs> you should have passed it. And uh, honestly, he probably should have. But hindsight's twenty twenty. But Zach, Joe Jowell was our, for better or worse, seemed to be our most threatening player, just based on him being the guy on that side, getting the ball all the time. Yeah, I mean, he was getting in the most dangerous spots, like... You would say, like, if Lucho takes that shot, Barial, Brenner, like, no one would be groaning because he cut in, had an angle, just didn't bend it right. He had the header on target, um, a few other chances. He did have a one long-range curling shot. He scored against Miami in the rainstorm. I think that was the last game of the season last year. That was the green light for him. All he needed to see, baby. Um, But, yeah, nothing came off for him in the first half. Beyond Joe Jiao, I struggle mightily to think of many chances in the first half there was I'm um, sorry please uh, go ahead barry one that we thought went in people thought went in side netter yeah overall dc felt like they had as many chances as we did and um teams are just kind of happy to let us kick the ball around back knowing that eventually they'll get their chances on us and they did yeah shot on off target barry in the 29th minute joe Jiao in the 44th minute it was late in the first half that was the one that they got very upset about 41st minute another joe Jiao. it says shot was it a shot and then nick hagland oh that was our best chance i think of the first half shot on target for nick hagland uh was that on a corner corner or free kick anyways it comes to nick hagland reminiscent of his goalie scored in our first home game wide open went right into uh hamid bill hamid the goalie for dc yeah, I was feeling it at that moment. But Zach, you like to point out every home game, I'm 95% sure it's true. We've never scored on the non-barley end of the field. Yeah, I think that's true. Do you want to expound on that? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're saying, what else is there to say? But What else is there to say? Are you? Is that the magic of the Bailey? <laughs> the know. magnet that is the I'm Bailey? I'm surprised it hasn't been brought yeah. up. I remember there was a... What team was it that used to just go and stare at the hoop? At one end of their court, a, like, basketball yeah, a basketball team. Yeah, there's a basketball team. There's one end of their stadium, and they would just like go stare at it, like, "What the fuck is going on?" And that was the whole thing. <laughs> um, I know it's too new to like draw any conclusions from it, but some, I don't know. I think there's some sort of vortex. Do-do. Yeah, yeah. So I'll analyze that further between now and when you hear this. But uh, the fact we've never scored in the non-Bailey end, or someone will instantly be like, uh, "Actually." we only have five goals you can't keep track of yeah. like this one but i feel like you know columbus those are both in front of the bailey haglins one goal in the opener in front yeah. of the bailey acosta against atlanta was definitely in front of the bailey uh yeah i feel like usually it could be a first half second half thing because i feel like most times we've been going towards the bailey in the second half so that could also play a role in it just yeah. timing wise not columbus though uh that's true speaking of stats that we think are true that might not be true but this one probably is i've mentioned i've tweeted uh i think three separate times this would be the first time the fcc wins on the same day as the reds (laughs) it's definitely happened multiple times the first time i tweeted it i got like 80 likes for it people were like wow first time fcc's won the same time as the reds then like i looked it up it took like 10 seconds to realize that was not true just goes to show you whatever i put out there no one wants to do the research and can't say yeah i got it's one of those ones that feels like it's probably true i was nervous that you know twelman tweeted out acosta hitting the deck you know um yeah and i responded to it like um for anyone trying to keep up he actually <laughs> suffered a scratched retina like is it okay now and uh i got a lot of likes and <laughs> was repeated by a couple people i was like oh shit it's like <laughs> This is how fake news can spread I didn't really mean to deceive anyone I was just having a laugh Uh, Second half We get a nice break Remember we're headed towards the Barley So scoring is possible Uh, Ball goes through Brenner gets a step on the defender Gets in front of him The last man gets fouled Professional foul Straight red card You gotta love it Um, I should mention before that I had already decided and declared I like this ref um, he was incredible <laughs> We were getting all the 50-50 calls um, and Of course the VAR You know, I mean the call, he can't The call was the call, but at that point You're already like, oh baby, yes, I love this They got two yellow cards in the first In the first half and One of those yellow cards would end up being another red card <coughs> Not that it matters But professional foul Zach, big talking point after the game I'm sure you've seen this Tommy G catching heat from all corners of the Twitter sphere, for apparently saying um, it was a PK. <laughs> it was 30 yards outside the box. Is
1: that denial of a goal scoring yeah. opportunity? It is. Moses Nyman is sent off yeah. and a penalty to FC Cincinnati. Uh,
0: somewhat doubled down by saying the ref pointed that direction and that Brenner started walking towards the spot, uh, which I thought was fun. And he was like, hey, Brenner thought so too. Well, for all we know, Brenner's a fucking idiot. (laughs) We don't know much about Brenner. Um, But yeah. And then even bigger than that, our beloved friend who we enjoy impersonating more than anything else comes to his partner's defense, which you would hope he would, but pulled out a real old school insight when he said, uh, (laughs) yes, he made a mistake and people have the right to be critical. To the keyboard warriors stuck in your parents' basement, your toaster strudel is done. Zach, keyboard warriors, parents' basement, toaster strudel, a true trifecta for Kevin McCloskey. What do you feel about, the, about that tweet? What do you feel about uh, Tommy G's mistake? It feels like one of those things where it's best uh, to let sleeping dogs lie. I don't know. I feel like engaging with the mistake is also a mistake. Or am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, that that apology seemed too much for what happened, you know? He, I can't stop shaking. You, <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, it proves that, like, he's a nice guy. Obviously, no one's doubting that. Like, <laughs> it wasn't the end of the world. He didn't say anything offensive. So I don't think he'd... I don't think he really owed anybody an apology. And all the SC, um, most, you know, all the hardcore SEC fans are at the game. <laughs> to be honest, so. yeah, I wouldn't have. Yeah, we've never known about it, but there were people clowning on it. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty big mistake, and I think we've said a lot. Like, he didn't seem like he knew the ins and outs all that well. No, before, Kevin uh, Kevin has to gently correct him uh, pretty often. I try to avoid I, critiquing him on Twitter because I know. He will see it. He'll probably comment. He uh, replied and read it, And it's just uh, it's a feeling in my belly I don't need. The, I, don't, I don't need uh, the bad juju for me. And people kept tagging me. I had at least two people at me which, with a tweet about his mistake. I'm like, leave me out of this. I don't want to be a part of this. Uh, one of the ones pointing out, it might have been MLS Buzz or someone pointing out the mistake. I don't know if you saw this act. Liked by... Lindsey Patterson. Oh, snap. Harsh. Trey harsh. So maybe it wasn't an amicable parting. Uh, but maybe SEC just wanted to keep things in-house. Uh, Steck, if you want to call in the hotline, 341 Tone, anonymously. No one can, no one knows what your voice sounds like. How did it break down? How did those rolls get, get taken? I mean, find me an announcer in any game, any sport, who's not getting mercilessly ridiculed on, no. on the internet. I think... Uh, Comes with the territory. I um, think the the main difference is like maybe our community is a little smaller than others. So like he's reading all he's reading all of it. He's like I I held your baby at a game once and now you're calling me a piece of shit. Um, I will say like, you know I don't think Joe Morgan was losing any sleep. <laughs> Joe Morgan definitely wasn't checking Twitter. Uh, R.I.P. This I feel like this is my catchphrase that I don't want, but I always say at this point. You got to be feeling good. I'm just, I've, I've built up a little bit of a extra layer of uh, protection over my heart. Guard and protect my heart because I know not to expect anything. I was thinking it was like, it's really on you now, Yap. It's really on you now. Um, yeah, and Vermeer had some saves. He did. He made a big sure. save. He also, he had another chance where old Vermeer might have come out. He stayed home made the save uh but another downside of going up a man not an excuse but you'd assume they're gonna sit back even more and it's not like we were breaking them down fucking nonstop. so i don't know but what was your optimism level you know we go up a man obviously we're so excited to see a straight red card and at that moment everything feels possible there's so much time left in the game but (laughs) it did like it did feel possible because we you had these moments and a lot of them didn't turn into chances on target but like you felt like we might we might fucking get this yeah 52nd Um, minute i mean that's almost the whole half the problem is when they do go down a man and they're sitting back even more we don't change like like all right we're having trouble breaking them down like but we don't start peppering them with crosses you know like no it's all still trying to like play through them and like sometimes it works you got fucking lucho in there and then when vasquez came in fuck fucking finally like he was putting some stuff together with him but we were definitely trying to do four man bob and weaves yeah. through six men <laughs> defense, and like they almost squeeze out and then like Lucio had that moment where he tried to uh dink it around Hamid and then the ball went out of bounds. You have these moments, but like yeah, we're up a man whipping some balls and get a second ball and then. It didn't. We weren't like pounding them. Just like think of how it felt against Nashville the first game of the year when we were up to and they were coming back and how we were just getting battered with shot after shot and just like holding on for dear life. How come DC United does not have to feel <laughs> that? Like yeah. you, if you're a DC United fan watching the game, you're upset. You're down a man. But you weren't feeling – it didn't feel like inevitable yeah, that we were going to score. No one's out there saying like fucking Bill Hamid was – fucking standing on his head out there like do you remember like <laughs> he made like he made one saves, okay but nothing like yeah he didn't know. get tested too much um <clears throat> and then stam doesn't make the sub until what 86 he's definitely going with his he was like i'm winning or losing with these guys the but like, bench was weak but like But hear me out <laughs> atanga is on the bench right yeah i don't know so, is I he mean, in the dog the sec doghouse May i mean so my my subs would be Cruz come out for uh, Harris at some point. Maybe he can unlock something. Maybe he can play something over the top. Because we had to try. Apparently all asked to come out. Yeah. So I mean, Vasquez might not have even come in. Right. And then why not pull Hagland, drop Jow back, and put a Tonga in. And just be a little more attack minded. But, uh, I, yeah. Harris for Cruz I think would have been fine. I think a Tonga for... Yeah, that would have worked too. Uh, but I was going to say the other one, which might have... Maybe it would make us more susceptible, susceptible, susceptible in the back, but Haglin for Castillo, who seemed the last couple of games sure. was much more comfortable yeah. going forward, and Haglin was fine. He ended up, he just he doesn't belong that far upfield. He did, he did about as well as you'd expect a center back to do. Yeah, no, forward. he had a good game, I thought, like in general. But just the one moment where yeah. he was one on one, and it was like oh god. Not, yeah. not the time he got nutmegged because <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was alone too long yeah. of that. But yeah, he, no. and you uh, know, he had a shot on goal and then he had that moment towards the end of the game where I wish he would have shot and he tried to make that final pass. Like we thought that was the one, but you could tell like there was moments in the second half. Cruz was screaming at him and like waving for him to like push up and get up because Cruz wants to play him the ball and Hagelin's not really hugging that line, but that's just, I don't think Stam wanted him to. I think he told him to be safe, but yeah, I just think at some point, just switch it up, drop Jao back to the right back, and uh, put a Tonga in there. Yeah, everything seemed a little, it's easy for us to say in our beautiful uh, view of section 219, we see the we see the passes, we see the open guys. It's not as clear when you're on field level, I'm sure, but we're like, hey, this guy's open, and it's not like we're calling for cross field passes every time, but they just had to move quicker. But they gave... They turn the ball over. We pass it four times down the back line. By that time, you gave the fucking DC United all the time they need to reset, and then we don't have the ideas again. Like faster, quicker. And uh, Zachy, you're saying y'all might not have loved being on the same side as uh, Haglin yeah, versus I'd, like yeah. Matarita, which is like the guy you want to be working off of. But you do what you got to do. But yeah, whatever it is. You just got to get a goal. You got to get a goal somehow. Uh, Laurel uh, Falafel tweeted out a tweet saying um, Stom was happy you know, happy to get a point, something, something, something. Of course. Everyone responds to her tweet, and then she says, clarifying, the question was actually after last year, not getting any points, do you feel better about at least getting points? And he's like, yes, I like getting points. I'm like, oh, was that an accident? Stop baiting us then, Laurel, if that's not what you actually said. Uh, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. But also, like it sounds like something Stom would probably say. Uh, I'd like to hear what Stom said, to see if he uh, kind of excuses he has. But you know, home game. If if not now, then when? And it's not going to get any easier. You feeling more confident we're going to stop uh, Daryl DK and Nani from scoring on Saturday? Cause I'm not. I'm not feeling any better. This was like a game we had to win. Sure, it was I mean, a must so- win, and now Saturday's for sure a must win. I mean, what am I missing? Who was missing from our bench? Well, Tom R.I.P. Uh, in or out segment. Tom Patterson's gone. I know he wouldn't have come in. Um, I'm just saying, like, the logic behind. So we're just never going to sub? <laughs> yeah. I, just don't, I don't understand. I like, is it a message like, hey, we need more players? Yeah. I mean, the sub in every other game, like, when we had Loka, would have been him in the 60th minute. Uh, um, Mocha Joe, uh, Archimedes, Stanko, Tonga Castillo, Vasquez, Madunyanin, and Flanagan. All right. So, I mean. DC didn't even have a full bench. Castillo, Atanga, Harris, Ordonez. All of those could have changed the game a little. You'd think Mocha Any, Joe would be a yeah. sub if he was... If, if he's healthy and good. Yeah, That's a million dollars on the bench who can't come in for Cruz who had a mediocre game. But Any of those guys would give us something a little different. Atanga purely just running. Yeah. <laughs> Not creating. Just running behind and trying to get him. I know behind is... Harder to do when they're uh, so deep, but yeah, I don't know. Not a not exactly a master class, and you just gotta score. What do you think about our our dear friend Brenner? I don't know. I was I'm like I'm torn on the red card because we weren't getting many clear chances. You saying stay up? I'm saying stay up and try and fucking score a goal. I'm not mad because like that's your instinct, and it was a foul, and it was a red card. Second half, what else? They did get a second red card in stoppage time. So, you know, when you see the headline, FCC loses to nine-man DC. It's no remember the nine. Ron Yans takes him to the museum. Uh, what was it? The slavery museum? Yeah. <laughs> wreaks havoc on the psyche of team. But apparently builds team up incredibly strong. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, Madarita and Cruz back. I'm hearing mixed things from people. Mayor thinks he was terrible. heard other people say he had a pretty good game mostly I'd say mediocre because he could go either way Kubo was in there not a lot offensively but he's making he's making the hard tackles which you got to appreciate uh Madarita back he was, he was fine hopefully they'll be settled in the next game but you know this was yeah like I said best chance to get fucking three points in every possible way and life doesn't work like work out like that never gotten three points at the teak And uh, that's the way it is. Let's move right on to Yop Watch. Zach, Yop. Listen, it's our own hot seat, cold seat, because what are you going to do? I don't think he's going anywhere this season, but I still got to bring it up every time. I will say a loss would have been positively. I mean, that's a tough thing to come back from. So what do you think about our boy? I got to say, like, another game like this. It has to be his last season, for sure. I don't think he's going anywhere this year, but I feel like the search is on. Yeah, hell yeah. The search is on! Um, did you see the stats I posted? Yeah. For are past three we do years? have more goals, huh? Uh, we do have more <laughs> goals. But uh, yeah, I posted our record after 15 games the past three seasons. 15 games being the mark we're at right now. Uh, Last season, at this point, we were 3-8-4. and four. This year we are 3, 7, and 5, so we've turned one tie or one loss into a tie, so we've got one more point than we would have had at that point last season. Uh, goals, yes, we are scoring more goals. We've got, at this point last season, we had eight, and now we have 17. And yes, we are, well, I mean, it sounds dumb to say we're a much better team, or a point better. We are clearly a better team. We're a more entertaining team. We have better players, but the fact after 15 games... In the past three seasons, we haven't managed to win more than three games. Is uh, embarrassing? It's embarrassing. So, uh, I don't know. What do we expect? Zach, Orlando next week. What's Koch going to do for us? Another home game. The Ope Out. I don't know. Does he know about Ope Out? Are you talking about Stam? Yeah. You said Koch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Freud. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Yeah, whoever our coaches. So what's going to give us a pep in our step? Ope out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Just imagining <laughs> someone gets cell phone footage of Jeff Birding doing karaoke, singing that. Was it a mistake? Jeff Birding, showing his cards, singing The Search Is On for a new head coach. Uh, Do you ever see the video of him doing Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash? I had to turn that off. <laughs> I started it, though. Happy birthday, Gracie. Grace. Grace Birding turned the big 2-0 the other day. Congratulations. You're the heart of this team. Don't hurt me, Jeff. Uh, let's move on. You gotta respect that. Oh, you gotta respect that. It's the things you just gotta respect and you just gotta respect that. Um, what else? What else? What happened out there? Um, you gotta respect that. Zach, this was late in the second half. We're trying to get the ball back in. We're pushing for that goal late in the second half. And who comes out to take a throw but our man, Peter Vermeer, takes a big fat slip on the ground, hits the deck. You hear the whole crowd, oh, pops (laughs) I made a really weird noise. Oh, (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, baby. Eli was like, what? I'm like, I just thought he hurt himself, man. Pops up, makes the throw. Tunnel vision. You got it. Uh, How about you, Zach? You see anything out there that earned your respect? Mm, Let me think about that. How about Nick Hagland, brutally nutmegged, continues to play, does not ask to be subbed out. <laughs> <laughs> you got to respect, yeah, respect that. that. Um, I was upset. There was a ball. It came out to Nick Hagland. He's about six or seven yards out of the box. I think you screamed, shoot. I yeah. wanted it so bad. <laughs> I knew where it was going. <laughs> about halfway up the Bailey, but I, uh, God, I wanted it bad. Can you imagine? <laughs> Remember that Delbridge goal? Yeah, of course. But he carried that the whole way up. I know, but like... we had the perfect from one twenty two. He was perfectly in line where he kicked that and it was that was a beautiful ball to watch. Yeah. A lot of uh I'll tell you what Nipper had. Something about that turf. A lot of a lot of galazzo long range bombs at that place. For and against. You gotta respect that. Zach, I heard this from a pie, apparently. Just when you think these guys just when you think you can respect that. <laughs> Apparently some in Queen City Mafia pulled the plug on the PA for the Capos. Dirty, but also true to form. You got to respect that. <laughs> Zach, miked Capos, Capos, any worse than a bullhorn? It's all no, me the same, the to same me. right? Yeah. Uh, what else, what else, what else? Anything else you got to respect? The crowd, the concourse. Did you leave your seat mid-game? I don't remember. Mid-game, no. I went peed at halftime and it worked again. Hell yeah. We've been to every home game. Brought our own cup every time. <laughs> Tell you what, it never gets old. <laughs> I feel like I'm really getting something over on the man. Uh, so, Mare, bringing a cup in in her rain jacket. And for the forecast being slightly drizzly before we came. You gotta respect that. I will say, um, this probably wouldn't work every time, but my barcode wouldn't scan. Yeah. And the kid was just like, all right, just go ahead. Find the guy with a blue polo <laughs> shirt and let him know. It's like... I didn't have to. I could have just walked up the stairs. <laughs> like, it's like breaking the law, and the guy's <laughs> like, "Uh, walk over to the jail over there. Yeah, put yourself in the cage and shut the door. I'm like, you got it, sir. Uh, yeah. There's a lot you could probably get away with this place for good and for bad. I thought about that as well. Yeah, for sure. They called it a sellout once again. How do they calculate that? Yeah, I mean, there's probably a lot of tickets available in SeatGeek people reselling. Yeah, so. but they should. Say how many are scanned in. Why would they want to make themselves look worse? You don't have to call it a sellout. It's all right. Um, This one's for Chris White, president of the Pride. Uh, You got to respect his hatred for this. Uh, His most hated thing is the TQL hustle play of the game. Um, Just the fact that it exists at all, I think, bothers him. But this time, it was like the 70th minute. Um, They showed the TQL hustle play of the game. We're in the final third. (laughs) we have the ball stuff's happening and they're showing a replay of i don't remember what it was but the tql hustle play of the game what about you Zach? you a fan of the hustle play of the game i didn't know it existed yeah they, well they announced it mid-game and showed the replay mid-game and uh you gotta respect <laughs> that the nerve the nerve um yeah i guess you gotta respect them um uh, giving joe Jalman man of the match because he wasn't <laughs> i thought Who's i would probably give it to Jeff Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <know>. Who else? <laughs> Got to <else>? be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Kevin.
2: Kevin's in the last Hope he can explain. In the
0: last it
2: could get a little strange.
0: Got to remind you to do it. A- Sorry. I know movie. we've said it before, but when he carried it forward he'd be great in that midfield no. he's played that position uh, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world uh, Kevin your time starts right now
1: look I don't want to sound like a broken man here but come on guys I'm glad many of you are starting to see this team for what it really is and, and what's really going on here I appreciate you I'm not going to hold it over your head that I've been here the whole time. Uh, It's actually nice to kind of be able to watch this team actually fully understanding what's going on here. Uh, There's a not good manager and a perhaps even worse general manager leading this team. And it's super frustrating. Leaving this mess in place sends a worse message to the world that Cincinnati is a place you can lose and not lose your job than it would just firing ineffectual leaders. Slow to hire, fast to fire. That's a very good reputation to have in the world. It's a very good reputation to have as a soccer organization. It's not going to hurt this city or this team to get rid of bad leadership. Yop out, Nye camp out, Cincinnati
0: forever. Baby! Fantastic. Especially the thing you said about the thing. (laughs) I already forgot why I wrote up, down, down. You were oh, going to look up some images, no, I No, I, I, I remember now. There we go. I'll put the dash. Potpourri. Um, potpourri, potpourri, Zach, USA, Mexico, stolen from Columbus. Oh, not! you don't have to respect that. You got to love that. Some absolutely fire takes from Columbus fans. Feeling a little down in the dumps. So they got the Costa Rica game, but we got the big daddy. Zach, how are you feeling about that? It's coming to the teak. They need to fucking get the fuck over themselves. Even like the crew <laughs> tweeting out, like the spiritual home of the men's national team. Like, come on. It was like four games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, for better or worse, they kept the game there because they didn't lose. Yeah. And guess what? They lost. So they lost. there was really no reason. Um, um, but I think Columbus fans love it because they're nothing if they can't play a victim anymore. Yeah. They no thrive thing. on it. List. Caleb Porter celebrating a draw. In our stadium, doing getting fucking pumped. Uh, it was great to see. Uh, rumored for several weeks, uh, the news finally broken uh, by DJ from uh, the bracelets, and uh, after he self congratulatory tweeted about that himself four times, as first reported by, by me. me. <laughs> maybe you saw I tweeted this out. Yeah, I uh, should have just posted tweets from or uh, texts from you, time stamped. Like... <laughs> all right fucking dickhead everyone knew that's like uh the post tweeted something and uh somebody from ua Line said public credit goes to the post it's <laughs> like yeah what? and then everyone from their slack or whatever was like yeah we knew like yeah everybody did uh i just like public credit it's like that's literally all there is it's like yeah. or uh larry david being an anonymous donor and telling people <laughs> It's not anonymous. Who you tell people? Oh no, it was Ted dance Ted Danson. Anonymous. <laughs> told everyone. What is this bullshit? Anonymous? Give me a break, anonymous. If you're anonymous, how come people know about it? I told maybe one or two people, friends, that I didn't think I wanted to have a secret. <laughs> oh really? I have a feeling everybody in this room knows. Um, but yeah, USA, Mexico, good for us. Ticket lottery. People are. It's like. All these people had never tried to go to a USA and Mexico game before, clearly. Like, what is all this bullshit to get tickets? Why, oh, I'm supposed to join this to get better? Like, it's always been, USA soccer has always been a nightmare to uh, deal with ticketing. I'm remembering how fucking awful it was. But we did get decent tickets, and we got tickets to the one before that. So, my expectations, I'm going to get tickets. Uh, Absolutely. I, I just love going to games when it's cold out. I just like it better. Yeah, it is a while from now. That's yeah. one thing to think about. Now, um, the last one was fucking miserable out, right? It was like a cold. It was rain. quite cold, and it was uh, four or five days after the election. Yeah, it was, that Donald, was a bad. That Donald was a Richard. bad vibe. Uh, <laughs> the one before that that we went to, um, that's when Bradley had the sweet goal from outside the box, I believe. I feel uh, like both goals were on the our opposite end. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but I will say, for as much as all these Columbus fans came like clowning on like well Cincinnati fucking right wing this and that whatever blatant racism in Columbus <laughs> for both of those games dropping racial slurs in that <laughs> in the first one and screaming build that wall in the second one um not as bad as I think uh everybody was a little more on edge I think if somebody said build build a wall or something 4 years before You'd have been like, "Here's a brick." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four years later, it's like, "Fucking die, piece of shit." Uh, yeah, it makes for an uncomfortable. <laughs> you don't. It's like, how far? And then you have the people tweeting out. Uh, someone tweeted out like, "Oh, there better not be a lot of uh, first-generation Americans or English second-language people in Cincinnati for this game. We need a home-field advantage." You're like i don't like how you're saying <laughs> and then i i checked the guys like i was about to reply i was like is this guy just an idiot or is he also a piece of shit and i he was following uh oan like one american news Newsmax, mm-hmm. and some other people and so i was like okay and i replied I was like hey man you sound like a total piece of shit <laughs> and you're he probably hey man he's like what are you talking about i just want a home field advantage I was like i'm muting this conversation yeah uh but usa mexico november exciting exciting i really hope to get a ticket i'm assuming i will i signed up for uh usa insider to get a better priority and then after they announced the game they said if you're an insider um they backdated it to the 26th and i signed up on the 22nd i was feeling so happy with myself finally doing something right you hear that wife i appreciate it because i didn't know what the fuck was going on i'm just (laughs) riding the coattails 45 bucks you get a scarf you know in theory if you want to divide that over four tickets not, not much uh so yeah get ready for that what else op out please please op out uh potpourri anything else zach no i believe usa mexico play tonight, tonight 8 30 oh. 9 30 one of those two yeah uh 8 30 yeah but is that 8 30 you know punk rock time like they always fucking do and then you turn on the game, and there's a clock that says an hour to go. Hard to say. <sighs> there's eight thirty Cincinnati punk rock time, and then Columbus, which is three hours worse. <laughs> Columbus just failing in every possible way. Uh, Let's we'll see what uh, the schedule has. This is good for people who uh, already watched the game <laughs> tonight. Um, what's to say? Final thoughts, Zach. Another harsh, harsh one for us. So I'd say final thoughts game starts at eight, so maybe we do have a chance to start. I enjoyed the game. I liked the formation we were playing, but give me a fucking break, man.
2: <laughs> I guess see. we need these new players because Tom guys, is uh determined
0: not uh i mean are you are you allowed to say that old c s t tweeted it out that the higher ups say I think Brian was at a wedding, so he might have been a little toasty uh-huh. he but said uh, trying to get three more players in yeah, and uh y'all yeah, settle for two. <laughs> But apparently we need another winger, because yeah. there's no one he's playing, and another uh, holding midfielder or something. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up, because my windows are down. <laughs> uh, Zach, you go ahead. I'll take I'll take us <laughs> home. All right. I suggested uh, Angel Dust. What's the song called? I'll type it out. S- Sweet. Turn off the guitar. All right. It's starting to rain. Have a great week. We'll see you Wednesday. Three Amelia, points guaranteed. What's, good. what's Cody cropping? Uh, yeah. Stom, whatever. Holler! And we stop that bud.